Hello everyone, and welcome back to Commander Kitchen. Here at the kitchen, we discuss flavorful deck builds from the Archive Arcanum, decks built with the topic in mind. This week, we're looking at the recipe for a deck dedicated to the Aztec's pantheon, as well as their culture surrounding sacrifice. To hear more on that topic, make sure you tune in to the documentary podcast for the deck, whereas here, we're going to dive into how the deck works. As usual, we'll be looking at the flavor and the five ingredients of the deck. Goals, ramp, interaction, draw selection, and lands. The actual deck list can be found in the show notes below, whereas the episode will focus on the key cards so that you can find cards to make the recipe your own. Now, let's talk flavor. The commander for this deck is Extus, Orik Overlord. Extus is a 2-4 legendary human warlock for 1 generic, 1 white, and 2 black. It has double strike and, whenever you cast or copy an instant or sorcery spell, return target non-legendary creature card from your graveyard to your hand. Now, here's the twist. Though there may be a time here and there where we might want to play Exodus, really, our true commander is the reverse side of this modal card, Awaken the Blood Avatar. Awaken the Blood Avatar is a sorcery that reads, As an additional cost to cast this spell, you may sacrifice any number of creatures. This spell costs two generic less to cast for each creature sacrificed this way. And what it does is each opponent sacrifices a creature. Create a 3-6 black and red avatar creature token with haste and... Whenever this creature attacks, it deals 3 damage to each opponent. Now, Awaken the Blood Avatar, uh, let's call it ABBA for short, because that's fun, really tells us everything we need to know about what the deck wants to do. Make tokens, sacrifice them to cast ABBA, and whittle down life totals and board states with ABBA. Being that our commander is a sorcery, I did air quotes for commander there, not sure if you could hear that, the ability to copy sorceries definitely plays a powerful role in this deck. For the deck, Exus represents one of the main gods in the Aztec pantheon. I'm going to try my best on this one. Huitzilopochtli. Nice. Now, all of the other gods here are represented by planeswalkers, mainly ones that give us our much sought out token creatures alongside additional boons. Tevishzat, Doom of Fools as Tlaloc, God of Storms. Liliana Dreadhorde General Azipatotec, God of Spring and Rebirth, both bring us some card draw, while Elspeth's Son's Champion as Tezcatlipoca, God of Night Sky, helps with some interaction. Being that the bulk of the deck is instants and sorceries, Chandra Acolyte of Flame as Jutakutli, Lord of Fire, helps us with some recursion. Now, without further ado, let's get to the griddle. Alright everyone, look alive, starting with the goals of the deck please. We have a small handful of one-shot token makers in our deck. The ability to sacrifice creatures to lower the casting cost, and notably also pay for the commander tax for ABBA, means that we can somewhat reliably cast ABBA for a red and a black each time. Be it one-time token makers like Hordling Outburst or Call the Coppercoats, to flashback token makers like Lingering Souls or Increasing Devotion, having these token creatures available for sacrifice is key. But these are far from the only ways to make tokens in this deck. Though the deck doesn't have too many creature cards, there are some that pull tremendous weight for us. Not including ABBA, we have over 25 instants or sorceries in the deck, so running Sedgemore Witch and Young Pyromancer are no-brainers. Monastery Mentor also keeps providing us a steady stream of sacrifice fodder. In the flavor of Aztec fashion, Tilonali Summoner is also a fun include for getting those tokens out there. Now, as mentioned earlier, the ability to copy our instants and sorceries is very strong, especially copying ABBA. You know who else copied ABBA? Ace of Base. But I digress. Reverberate and Fork are classics. 
Increasing Vengeance and Fury Storm can get us multiple copies, while Dualcaster Mage and Pyromancer's Goggles help us in the Sacrifice and Ramp departments, respectively. A good note here, too, would be that there is a possible infinite combo if you have Reiterate and Mana Geyser, along with the hefty 11 mana you need to get the combo going. Last note in this section is that ABBA creates a token creature, so why not double those with the ever-popular Anointed Procession? Alright, good pace everyone, moving on to ramp now. We can always use as much mana as possible in this deck, so we're stocked with over 15 sources for ramp. Classics like Soul Ring and Arcane Signet are included, but as we like to sacrifice creatures, why not include mana providing creatures like Gold, Iron, and Leadmere, Ornithopter of Paradise, and Solemn Simulacrum. As our creatures die, our Black Market and Crowded Crypt pump up, while Primal Amulet and Primal Wellspring also help to copy our instants and sorceries. Great work, looking now for interaction. Now, what kind of Aztec deck would this be without a fair bit of interaction? Obviously, casting Abba will provide some creature removal, but if you know the Aztec, that's not going to be enough. Blot out the sky and Marshall Coup wipe the board while giving us some sacrifice creatures. Rakdos Charm and Rite of Oblivion gives us some non-creature removal, while Release to Memory and Zat's Will help remove your opponent's often pesky graveyard. Alright, let's not fall behind. Next up we have Draw and Selection, please. Now, being that we like killing our own things, why stop at doing so just to cast our commander? How about some card draw with Skull Clamp, Plum the Forbidden, or Village Rites? Then, why don't we reap the benefits of losing and gaining creature tokens with Liliana's Standard Bearer and Idol of Oblivion? Now, these are, of course, rhetorical questions, because these cards are in the deck, along with a way to recast all of those instants and sorceries with Past in Flames. Finally, as an homage to the Mesoamerican ball game, we have also included the classic Phyrexian Arena. Good work, everyone. Last one almost through. Lands, please. A well-color-balanced mana base aside, key utility lands like Iganjo, Seat of the Empire, and Song Mad Ruins provide some additional interaction. Sokinzan Crucible of Defiance and Care Keep can provide us some emergency tokens, whereas Command Beacon can help us to once avoid commander attacks, which can add up quickly for this deck. Now, the dish. As the Aztec ran their empire with an ever-growing need for war and captives, we too play an aggressive strategy with this deck. Ramp early, get out your tokens, then sack them and attack with as many copies of Blood Avatar as you can. There are definitely some places to modify this deck as well, be it simply by adding a bit more interaction, or adjusting the deck into a more aristocrat-style strategy. All in all, if the cards do line up, you can expect to make an impact on the table quite quickly, though, as did the Aztecs, you'll find yourself the ire of those around you. Thanks everyone for tuning into the Commander Kitchen, and remember, if variety is the spice of life, then try not to stay too salty. I'll see you at the table. Beep.